Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host of Crossroads Farm. Hello, and you're listening to another episode of the Homegrown Remix Podcast of Crossroads Farm. We're here live from the shed. Actually, not live, but whenever you're listening to this, we're here at the shed. Um, And this week, we are back into our series called The Way. And we have three exciting guests with us who are going to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Madison Fosdick. I'm Faith. I am James Johnson. All right. So... We are in our series called The Way, um, and what is this series about? It's about the Jesus life in the New Testament. Right, right, right. And so we're kind of traveling through. Last week, we talked in Matthew, and so this week, we continued in... Mark. Mark. Okay, so Mark's a big, well, it's a long chapter with lots of chapters uh, or long book with lots of chapters. So where did we zero in this week? What was the story that we mostly focused on? Jesus brought this one, he kicked the demon out of a out of a boy. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Anyone want to fill in some of those details? There's a father. So the apostles and, you know, people that, what are they called? Disciples. 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 Nice. So the disciples were trying to help this boy, but they didn't have faith, enough faith, apparently, and they couldn't mm. get the demon out of him. Mm-hmm. And the demon caused him to convulse and try and kill himself and all sorts of things. And so they went to Jesus, and they were like, can you help us get him out of him? And he's like, of course I can. All you need is faith. And so then he eventually went and kick the demon out of him and another important part of that was that the father was saying jesus asked him do you have faith in me and he's like yes but can you help me affirm that faith yeah that's such a good summary of that um story so yes a father brings his demon possessed son to jesus and he's like The turning point is really in Mark chapter 9, verses 22 to 24, where the father says, if you can, could you heal him? And Jesus kind of is taken aback and is like, if I can, right? Like, of course I can. Anything is possible. Um, And so the father immediately responds and says, I believe, help my unbelief. So I guess kind of bringing it back down to you guys a little bit and and applying it to your life, what are some things that you believe in that are maybe hot takes according to your friends or um, not just commonplace beliefs. I believe that the Lions will win at least one playoff game this year. Oh, they're definitely going at least one. That's what I think. What are some of yours? I also believe that breakfast food doesn't taste great at breakfast, and I'd much rather have it at nighttime. Pancakes can be be eaten all day. Cereal is best at midnight. I agree. Vegetables are better than fruit. Ooh. Definitely. That's not true. Definitely not true. That's crazy, right? Um, And so, okay, so talking a little bit more about faith and belief, what is is belief? What is faith? Believing, well, faith is believing without seeing results. (laughs) Yes. 
I think he can take it a step further and say faith is belief in the Holy Trinity and that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Mm -hmm. So when the father asks Jesus to help his unbelief, what does that even mean? That's a weird sentence that most people don't say. It's like, Maddie, I kind of believe that cereal is better at midnight, but help my unbelief. How do you interpret that? Does it mean to like just help him believe more? Right. Yeah, yeah. So how do we have more faith in Jesus? We look at like what the Bible says and how like maybe the reasons behind it if we're like skeptical right. maybe. Reading our Bible. Reaffirming that faith through prayer and repentance. Mm-hmm. Praying. Just looking in our daily lives on how God is answering our prayers, just like little things or right. helping us throughout the day. Yeah, I think those are all great. Faith is a muscle, right? And so we have to exercise it and continue to use it so that it gets stronger and stronger. And so when this father is asking Jesus to help his unbelief, he's asking him, how can you help me exercise more faith in you, right? So how often do you guys think you guys ask God to help your unbelief? What does that look like? All the time. Prayer is essential to my life. So what are you praying for specifically? anything at the given moment just talk to god all the time <laughs> there's nothing you can't pray about i guess what are some things that maybe students your age have a hard time believing about god or their faith you know what does that look like i mean for me i guess i have a friend who's not a christian right and so my prayer to god would be lord help me believe that he can become a Christian and have a relationship with you. What are some of those prayers that you guys pray? I definitely pray a lot that I can do great things and hope to convert more people and mm. show them the light. So like, God, use me, right? Yeah. Use me more than I think that I can be used. Mm -hmm. Um, just trying to think about some things that you're having a hard time believing. So maybe you find yourself being like, God, would you bring me the right girlfriend or boyfriend that I can hopefully someday have a healthy, happy marriage? Can you provide me the right job or a career path or A's in all of my classes or something like that so that I can use that to glorify you or something, right? So I think there's lots of areas in our life that we probably have a hard time fully believing. So we can definitely ask God to help our unbeliefs in those areas. So what does faith have to do with action? Or what does action have to do with faith? If we truly have faith in something, then we'll act on that faith. What does that look like? Like if we believe that someone's going to save us if we drown. Well, I mean, that's a really extreme <laughs> example, but like, you could technically like fall in a pool and like, probably, you'd hope that they save you. <laughs> How else does that look? I think there's a parallel between like fatherly love and stuff like you you view your parents as like your safety especially in your younger years without them you wouldn't get very far and you can kind of see that with God without him there's a lot of places where I wouldn't get very far I don't know just like no you don't have to be like afraid of things or afraid to go through hard times or get out of it because you know that God will get you through it. 
So, you know that old analogy of having faith in the chair that you're sitting in, right? So, you walked into this room and you just sat down. Why? Because we trusted that the chair would hold. Right. So, you trust and have faith and belief that the chair was going to hold, right? And so, there's an action tied to that. You just sat down. So, what would faith in Jesus, what are the actions tied to that? What does that look like? If he tells you to do something, you do it. <laughs> so obedience, definitely. Yeah. Doing what it tells you to do in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Spread the gospel and, you know, exhibit the fruits of the Spirit. That's perfect, right. And so what are the fruits of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Perfect. And so if you're actively acting in your faith, if you're acting and walking in the Spirit, those kind of things are just going to come out naturally, right? And so if I'm your friends at school and I run into you guys in the hallway, I'm going to see love, patience, joy, faithfulness, all those fruits of the Spirit coming out of your life, right? So if you had to be honest with yourself, would you say that your faith is full of actions? Like if someone saw your life, would it be able to point to Jesus? I feel like it depends, like every day is different because every day has issues. <laughs> different things but I feel like overall yes I feel like especially if someone knew everything about you like things that not everyone knows like something I don't know something's wrong and not everyone knows like you're still able to do things or whatever and like you have this huge problem whatever people don't know about it that sort of thing so maybe we're not batting a thousand sometimes some days like Faith said we don't necessarily prove our faith through our actions, right? Um, so what are some baby steps that you could take this week that could help you, you grow your faith and trust in God? Acting upon what I previously said, bringing people to church, you know, that's one easy step. That's spreading the gospel, essentially. Even though you may not be the one preaching it, you're still bringing someone who it to someone to someone who is and indirectly or directly saving them yeah or just like setting like time in your day to like read the bible or pray instead of just doing it whenever so what are your final thoughts and takeaways about this passage i think one of the things that james mentioned earlier was that even the disciples didn't have enough faith to help this boy and his father out. So, I mean, 12 of Jesus' closest friends didn't have it. So sometimes it's okay if we don't feel like we measure up 100% perfectly because sometimes we don't. But we can always pray like the father did to have our faith increased. So what are some of your final takes? You can only get yourself like so far. Like you need God to provide the faith for you because you can't do it on your own. That we can like ask for more belief, like we can pray for more belief instead of just. But through belief, anything is possible. You may not have enough faith at the moment for that given thing, but with enough belief, it still is possible. Maybe someone else does. You never know. Yeah. So I guess the last thing I'll say is um, I think Faith mentioned it earlier. One of the best things that we can do is think about the ways in which God has been good in our life, how God has worked 
in our lives already, right? And we can build faith off of past history. And so really, we live at the intersection of two theologies, right? So the faithfulness of God is following us and pursuing us from behind, while the goodness and sovereignty of God is leading us and directing our path. So we can kind of rest in knowing that we have this long history of God being good in our life and faithfulness chasing us. And we can also rest easy knowing that God's in control and that his sovereignty has everything figured out. All right, so you've been listening to another episode of the Homegrown Remix podcast of Crossroads Farm, and we will see you next week. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org and contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.